Core Confidence Life. Life. Welcome to the Core Confidence Life Personal Development Podcast. I am your host, Dennis, broadcasting to you from New York City. All right. If you want to find out more about us, Core Confidence Life, just visit our website, coreconfidencelife.com. You are listening to a men's personal development podcast as well as a podcast that looks at things from the perspective of astrology, numerology, and self-discovery. For those of you who have been listening for a while, you know that we do men's development on this piece. But we recently also transitioned over to astrology and numerology. As a matter of fact, you can go to your you can go to our site and get your free astrological chart right now or your free uh, numerology chart right now. Um, you can also join Core Confidence Life for a lot of member-only uh, content having to do with astrology, numerology, and self-discovery. Uh, you can also become a member to get discounted readings and other free content on the site, right? So on today's program, we are definitely talking about men's personal development, along with astrology and numerology. As we have a guest that's been on this show before, he goes by The Soul Coach. The last time he was on this program, we got deep into detail about numerology and how it works and how you can use numerology to uh, get to know the energies in your life and use them effectively, right? And today he's back to talk more about his book, The Soul Coach counting it all. And so we'll be primarily talking about his life journey as a black man growing up and who his book is for, which is for young black men growing up. We also get into a discussion on how men can use numerology and how numerology tends to attract more men than women, right? Because numerology is based in numbers and math and, and logic things like that. And so that seems to appeal to many men. When I do numerology rooms, you see a higher concentration of men. So we're going to talk about all of that coming up here on the program. And you can hear back episodes. You can hear the old, uh, the other Soul Coach interview, plus much, 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 much more here on Core Confidence Life. We'll be right back after these massages to get into numerology and the life path of the soul coach speaking to you, young black man. I'm Demetrius Angelis, but most people call me Jim. On Sunday, June 8, 2008, I was arrested and charged with the murder of my wife and mother of our two young children, whom I was divorcing after she had attempted to abduct our three-year-old son with his passport with the help of her extramarital lover, Ali. On October 30th, 2010, a jury found me guilty of murder, despite no definitive cause of death and the bleeding penis inflicted by my wife. But was it really murder? Or was it something else? 
Follow my family's journey through softcover, hardcover, Kindle, or audiobook to find out the whole story and you be the judge. For more information about my book, The Ottawa Way, Guilty by Gender in Canada's Capital, visit jimangelis.com, J-I-M-A-N-G-E-L-I-S.com. All right, we are here on the program once again with the soul coach. He's been here before and he was it was so great and so fantastical that we had to kidnap him and lasso him and rope him back into the studio. And so what's going on, man? Oh, man, you the man, Dennis. You know, it's always a treat when real players meet, man. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me again. We did have a blast last time and you know what? We talk so much about numerology and astrology and all those, you know, those fantastic topics that we like so much. That hell, I forgot to uh, talk about my book <laughs> like I was supposed to, right? So I guess this time we're going to tap in a little bit more on, the, on what I got going. That's right. We're going to tap in a little more. You know, you're a numerologist extraordinaire. And of course, you know, all of that knowledge, all of your experiences get poured right into your book. Now, we spoke about the title and everything about your book before, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper into it. So I'm going to let you talk about your book. What is this name of your book? Um, tell us a little bit about what's in it uh, and, you know, the journey towards that. OK, beautiful. Well, the title of the book is The Soul Coach Counted All. Right. It's on Amazon right now. In order to find it, you have to put in the soul coach, then count it all. In order for it to pop up when i wrote it i really titled it count it all but anyway that happened so here we are so but the book is a self-help jewel okay i wrote it actually many 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 moons ago but um i got so much uh introverted energy you know i'm i'm really just now getting the, the courage to put it out you know keep in mind i'm an artist and i'm really sensitive about my shit, like the, the great erica badu said <laughs> so um I wrote it back in 2016 when I was kind of going through, uh, I like to call it, I was really facing a lot of the, the, the deep, what they call it, the shadow, the deep nights of the soul or whatnot. Um, I was going through some interesting times uh, in, in, my, in the sectors of my life, dealing with relationships, uh, finances, really from, from, every, from every angle you can, you can think of it, I was getting it. And it, and it turns out that in 2016, I was in a pivotal year for myself because that's a, for my year, I was in a personal year seven. And that's what my life path is all about. So it was crazy how that actually happened. So when I wrote this book, I was writing it from a really intuitive space. You know, and it was not, it was all about my journey. You know, all the things I've been through. People don't know, uh, I come off as a pretty, I, I feel decent, pretty polished speaker, but man, wasn't always that way. Coming up, I really came through some interesting times. South Park, Houston, Texas, which is a <clears throat> I don't call it low low income area. We all got that story, but it was you know it was pretty decent, pretty normal. It's in my book. Uh, wasn't 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 rich, wasn't poor. It was right kind of under middle class. But I did at least the neighborhood I grew up in. But that whole side of town and that that way of thinking definitely was. Uh, how can I put it? I would say the lower end of the spectrum. So I came up through all of that, ended up getting in trouble at the age of 17, right? Everybody got that. It's cliche. But now I got arrested by the Secret Service and the FBI. How did that happen? Here we go. Victimless crime. It was done under the uh, pretenses of forgery. Uh, it was a white collar crime, but it was organized crime, right? So anytime you do something organized, you know, they kind of enhance it, make it a 
make it a lot larger than what it really, really is. But so I endured that at the age of 17. All this is in my book, by the way. And what they did was uh, I ended up going to a boot camp. I need to rewind a little bit because I didn't put this part in there, but I grew up a little chubby kid too, right? So all this kind of plays a part, plays out through the book. But I ended up going to a boot camp uh, when I got arrested. And going through there, it really didn't do well for me, but I lost a lot of weight, lost all of the weight. I actually learned about fitness, but I ended up kind of re- getting recycled, being a bad actor while in the process, going back to the uh, county jail and then I'm going to prison on the same exact charge, right? So a whole lot I said this now, but so uh, the boot camp was a probation thing. So I messed that up and went back and went to prison. I know this story kind of chopped up and I'm all over the place with it, but it's going to make sense in a minute. So I ended up going to prison. And uh, from that point, man, something happened to me. Um, I was in there about two years, but I, I started finding myself because throughout my entire life, I was really just kind of lost. You know, I was really a, a follower, which is how I got in there from the first place. The whole organized crime thing. I was given the ringleader charge, but I was really just a follower. Uh, I, of course, I, I <laughs> the stuff they they said we were doing like a million dollars in the face. I think I might have made a couple thousand dollars throughout my entire career with it. But, you know, when you a 17-year-old kid, you know, with no no real guidance in that space, uh, things like that tend to happen. I went through all of that. I got out of there, and I made a way for myself. I became really, uh, how can I put, self-proclaimed. I ended up putting myself through school uh, for, massa- for personal training and massage therapy and just became a serial entrepreneur after that. So basically, long short, I ended up going to jail, uh, and the whole experience kind of taught me what not to do, basically, right? So going back to the book in 2016, I kind of went over all of these stories that I went through throughout my life, going to jail, foreclosures, you name it, you know, the celeb- different celebrities that I've come in contact with from training and, and you know, being the, the music industry, all this stuff is, is in my book, all of the failures. And I write from a perspective, almost like a 48 Laws of Power, but not so much, just the trials and tribulations that I went through and how I overcame it. But throughout the process, when I was writing the book, is when I was really, really heavily uh, getting into the science of astrology, right? And at the time, I was going through, well, I experienced a, a, a traumatic, let's just say it was a traumatic breakup that really centered me. Now, I'm a, this is a, a pivotal part of the story because not only did it, did it take, it make me put the book off a little bit and get deeper into my studies more, it, it kind of changed the way I thought about a lot of things um, because Put it this way, uh, at that time, I had never really been in a, involved in a, a, a relationship that I felt that I was going to, okay, this is the long haul, all that good stuff, right? You know, we all go through that. So at that time, it was like my first real divorce. Even though I, I, I didn't get married, uh, we would come a lot married and get the whole live-in thing. And my lady friend at the time, she was going to a terror reader. I think I explained this on the last podcast, but um, anyway, long short, money was getting tight, and I kind of dismissed the whole concept of, of that, uh, you know, going to that. And man, <laughs> the shadow side of the science came out because at least I felt at the time, I felt that, uh, you know, he started doing little things to kind of make her feel that I was being shady. And eventually it led to, you know, her just kind of up being as, a, as an upheaval. She just kind of left without saying anything. So being that I got all this one energy in my name, man, I'm like the most competitive person that I know. I need to find out exactly what happened, you know, why did, oh, not even why, but how did, how did he do that? Because that's crazy. I could have sworn my relationship was airtight. 
So uh, this led me into the sciences of astrology, uh, like kind of kind of deep to find out how this dude was so good at what he did. And from that point, this is kind of really why I found my inspiration to, to become the soul coach. Because not only in the process of studying that I heal myself, you know, I, I found out how to heal others. So the book is kind of, uh, you know, it's about all these experiences that would take somebody's mind to the point to where they would go from, you know, being a, a personal trainer, a massage therapist, somebody's in the music industry to go all the way to the point to where they're, um, to, you know, so deep into studying themselves, you know, to heal, you know. So all these traumatic experiences forced me to go in. I like to call it go monk mode, to go within myself and start finding out what this life is is really about, you know, why we're here and all of that, all of those questions that we tend to ask when we're in our dark moments. So the book is a self-help jewel. Um, it's, it's really written to help anybody pull themselves out of the, the, any, the darkest corners of life, the pitfalls you can ever possibly imagine. Uh, so it's, it's an inspirational text, and I, I really, really, really think everybody should get it and read it uh, at least once, you know, and pass it on. Oh, all right. Read that at least once and pass it on. Pass it on. Very absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So what would you say? What are some of the main uh, lessons or takeaways that you would tell someone? Hey, this is, you know, get this book. And, you know, these are the, some of the main ideas or main takeaways that you're going to get from this book. OK, great. Well, <clears throat> one chapter in particular, uh, a lot of people get hung up on the things that happen to them. This is one of the main uh, areas of well, causes of depression, right? The, the, the old woe is me. Well, I made a mistake and now I can't overcome it or if things are ever going to change. I call this, we have the mistakes that we make in life, which is all the things that, you know, we, we did. We had total control and it's our fault. And then we got the mistakes, the things that just seems that, you know, it was just bound to happen. No matter what we did, things that seemed tragic just seemed to happen. <clears throat> well, a chapter about my book is, is, is all about that. The things that kind of happen to you that kind of force you to to think a certain way. Right. Force you to change your way of thinking, because that's the way the universe works. The universe is mine as above. So below the way you think. Right. Brings the, the type of energy into your experience. So my book is all about, you know, stuff like this. So in this chapter in itself, all of the mistakes you make, some of these mistakes, the M.U.S., or the things that would seem like, oh, my God, this is unfair. How could this happen to somebody like me? And I've never done anything to anybody. And it may be something that can send you to a dark spot and even last for years. But when you can step outside of yourself and look at it objectively, right, look at the life as a whole, and, you know, you may be able to see that this little brief span of time is what shaped you into thinking the way you think that made you the successful person that you will become or are in life already. Right. So I talked about a minute ago with the little jail stench and all of that stuff. Well, that was one of the mistakes that I made. It Right. It started out with mistakes for sure, because I knew better. Right. I knew I was kind of hanging around the wrong crowd doing what I was doing. But uh, eventually throughout the process, things happened that I really had no control, especially how big it got. Right. I tell you, they was talking like some millions of dollars. And I literally just man, I might have made a couple thousand dollars. Just like seriously. So uh, to get brought into something like that is so young with really no, no control. It seemed like the world was just spiraling out of control. Nothing I could do, right? Uh, so, you know, my parents were getting a divorce, so I really had no guidance at that time. All this is in my book. But uh, the shit that happened, I think about it now, right? I was a little 
chubby fat kid with no direction whatsoever. That little experience sent me to a boot camp where I learned about the body, right? I learned how to, I learned how to eat. I learned how to work out. I learned uh, above all, I learned self-discipline. I learned the, the, the value of a routine, which has carried me throughout my entire life, right? I'm a five o'clock morning riser for the most part every day, where right? I do my, my meditations, my cardio, my weightlifting. This is something I've been doing for, for greater than 20 years, but it would not have happened, not even a little bit, had I not went through the stints that I went through with that, that boot camp. And that was a mistake that I had to make, right? So, you know, um, I'm sorry, I don't want to keep rambling on the same thing, but that, that is the gist of really what the book is about. High octane information that can get you through any experience at, at, at any time, in any situation that you could be experiencing in your life. Mm. All right. Now, everyone always says, and you know, because people I ask questions, uh, you know, who, who are you targeting? Oh, well, I, my book is for everyone. OK, well, yes, uh, probably. But who would you think would be best to read this book? Like, who are you talking to? Well, OK, good question. When I wrote it, I like to think I'm, I'm always talking to myself. I do that a lot. Um, so when I wrote it, I, I wrote it from a perspective of talking to a young black male, right? Or just somebody who feels like they're oppressed in, in any way. It can be, you know, male, female, I'm sorry, so maybe <laughs> I forget what time we're in. Male, female, really doesn't matter. But I wrote it with this specific in mind, with the intention of, of talking to myself, right? Uh, uh, you know, I was kind of doomed at the, I don't like to read the word doomed. But just put it this way, once my little run-in with the law at 17 years old, I knew I wasn't ever going to be president, right? I knew I wasn't going to be mayor, president. I knew that I needed to do for self because if not, I was going to be at the mercy of, of the system or, or whomever, right? And, I, and I, I was raised that way, too. So it wasn't a hard adjustment. You know, I was raised in the very, to be very, very independent. So um, this book is written to anybody who feels like they don't have like they were doomed at the gate or just never had a fair shot right uh you know just too short to play basketball that guy yeah you that's what this book is for it's for anybody who feels like they're the underdog because i have definitely been that and uh i am living proof that you can definitely shine through any darkness if you just keep going a big word and a, a big phrase word chap everything <laughs> that I use in this book, a big everything to me is the word forward. You'll see me. You, I have a whole chapter about that in the book. It's all about forward. That's usually the answer. That's what I tell people in a lot of my consultations. Uh, forward is usually the answer. And forward can even mean sit still sometimes. Crazy as that may sound. Right. Because it's all about it's, a, it's, a, it's all about intention. It's all about what you intend to do and then making up your mind, being disciplined about your decision and carrying it through. Right. Forward could be just okay, I'm never going to talk to this person again. So boom. And you stick to that. You've moved forward in your decision. So, you know, my book is hot octane information again for all problems throughout life that requires a little boost. So that's all right. Book. And that's right. You're talking to young black men. That's right. Stick to what, what your real answer is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't, have, you, don't have, you don't have to haze it over this. You wrote this book with young black men in in mind. Absolutely. Right? So look, don't don't pull out my politician card. I told you I was never going to be president. Then it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, hey, um, I think it's very important to speak to who you're speaking to, so they may perk up and listen. 
If you say, okay, this book, I wrote this with young black men in mind, then they're going to sit up and go, yeah. If you come out and go, well, yeah, well, everyone can use this. Uh, right. Okay, well, then who's going to be looking? Oh, then, uh, okay. Oh, uh. Yeah, but you say, hey, yeah, you, like you just said, hey, yeah, you, the fat kid who thinks they're never going to amount to nothing. You know, yeah, you, pay attention, look up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right, brother. That's wisdom. So that's who it's for. Young black men. <laughs> that's right. And there ain't nothing wrong with that because young black men need more positive role models. They need to see more examples of good, solid, balanced masculinity. Good, solid, that's, balanced men. Words. That's right. You get the words out of my mouth because the, the, what I was going to express the book, I consider myself to be a, a very, well, I ain't going to use the word very, but a, a masculine, a divine masculine male, right? But I, but I, at the same time, I do understand femininity because I feel I have a divine feminine inside of me as well. So this book is all about balance, you know? So it's, it's, it's truth. It's, it, it tells you how to deal with any situation. But a, a big problem with our youth and young black males is we're losing our lack. We, we are lacking identity, getting who we are for a lot of, I won't go into the reason, but it's a big, big uh, misconception. There's a lot of confusion out there. Uh, everybody, a lot of people, a lot of young black males seem to be confused right now. And it's, it is hype. And um, yeah, I feel like this book is gonna help everybody get back on the right track, understand what it is to be a divine masculine. Uh, Cause it's not about uh, physical, it's not about how strong you are physically, right? It's not about how well you fight. It's none of that, that actually really has not much to do with it at all. It has everything to do with how you think because the male principle is the authority and the feminine principle is the power. And I have a whole chapter in my book about that, exactly what that means, you know, what it means to be truly divinely feminine and what it truly means to be uh, divinely masculine. So I'm glad you said that because that is definitely uh, outlined in this book for sure. I really, really tap on that because that's a really important topic. And that's part of the, the, the crisis that we in today. It's a big identity crisis as a whole that, that society is facing. And this book is definitely going to help decipher that. Absolutely. We, that's right. Oh, yeah. Well, count it all because it's important that we speak directly to the causes. Well, first of all, uh, this is this is a. We, we are based in men's personal development on this program, even though now we kind of talk astrology, numerology, but it's still going to be based in men, men and manhood and masculinity. So when those issues come up, we will approach them, right? Because mm -hmm. it's important for all those young men who seek to know, you know, what being a man is like. All right. And so if you want to be modern about it, and I believe this, I'm not I'm not making this up. This is my real view. Not everybody in a male body necessarily wants to aspire to be masculine. All right. But mm -hmm. if we're talking about developing strong, masculine black men, right, most men want to aspire to be masculine and to be balanced men. And we need people to exemplify that, to write about it, to talk about it. So males who do identify as masculine have something to turn to where they can rely on and, and, and maybe model themselves by if they don't have a model at home. Absolutely. Beautifully put. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, everybody, everybody has choices and everybody, we are all creators. 
you know, the the whole the the key to life is to the one of the main purposes we're here is to first find out and understand who you are and what you're made of. Once you know who you are, then you can start finding your purpose, right? So that's another thing that kind of all points at is is who are you and what is your purpose? You won't truly find happiness until you understand your purpose. And that's the truth. Money won't do it. You know, that's definitely in my book. I, I could, I'm a Taurus moon. Money is something that I, the, what we value is, is what I tend to talk about a lot. That's what I, I love talking about our value system. And money just so happens to be what most people value. And I can assure you that money does not make you complete. And it, it will not, uh, it is not, well, how can I put it this way? Money is right up there with oxygen. <laughs> you need it, but it's not everything. But money is not your purpose. Your purpose, if you stay on your purpose, money has a, has a tendency to just find you, you know? So, and no man can really, can really truly do what a man is supposed to do, which is be a provider, right? And be a, a liaison for peace through, through strength of, of having all of his bases covered, right? That's spiritually, financially, physically, Right. That's being healthy in every aspect. That's what my book is about. Being the three, completing the 360 human being, everything. Right. So in order to, to, to truly find peace and, and be on your thing, you got to have you some money. Then this is just what it is. Finances are part of what makes the world go around. <clears throat> and if you can't keep your emotions stable and you can't keep, you know, you, you're not in, in control of your own mind and you're not disciplined, you're not truly on your divine masculine. Uh, program, I can assure you that your bank account will suffer because if you can't control your emotions, you cannot control your money. And emotions are, that's your divine feminine sector of energy working for you. And it's not that it's bad, it's just what it is. It's all about understanding. You know, that's your guidance system. Your emotions are simply signals to guide you to your logical thought patterns. Logical thought is what you're supposed to make your decisions off of. And that divine masculine principle is based right there off that third eye and that, that crown chakra. That's what we're going for. That's masculine. So truly to be uh, turbulent and, and erratic is, is not to be uh, overly ma- emasculated or overly masculine. That's, <laughs> that's to be overly feminine. And that is a big misconception that we have in the world. And like I say, my book breaks all of that down. Uh, being poisoned and controlled is what being a man is all about. The, 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 the authority, authoritative principle, right? It's being all, it's always about being under control. Yin yang, as above, so below, you know? Uh, look at that. See that? Look, look at all that stuff in you. Yeah, you didn't yeah. want to say that at first. Huh? You were trying to play all soft. No, we don't do soft. We don't do soft core here. Yeah, no, sir. No, we don't. Yeah, no, nah, you, you hit him with a throw with the truth. No, this is core confidence life. And you know, people, you know, I, you know, people are named, you know, people name things whatever they want, but thick core confidence, right? We hit them hard. Mm-hmm. It's about really getting to the core of who you are and helping you build that confidence in yourself and in a balanced way, right? And, and, and we're talking about manhood and masculinity, balance with that uh, divine masculine. Right. So uh, core confident man. What's a core confident man? Well, maybe your book will help us answer that question. What a core confident man is. I believe so. I definitely believe that because a core confident man, I believe, is a man who, who's up is stability is everything. But stable. Right. Is conscious in who he is. And like I said, your per- everything is 
is always is is surrounded. It revolves around who you are, your purpose, everything. You can't walk your purpose until you truly awaken to who you are. That's what I feel poor confidence is about. Your, your confidence is connected to God. That's your that God. I call it Godfidence. <laughs> like in order to really be in connection with the divine, you have to be confident. That's what God is because faith and fear cannot occupy the same space. Right. They say uh, faith cast out all darkness. Faith is light. And all that is is confidence. When you know what you know and can't nobody tell you other than that means that's faith. You have divine faith in whatever it is that we're talking about. And that's light. That's what light is about. And that that kills all worry, depression, darkness, all of that. So, you know, that's what the book about. Then man, count it all. Count it all those shadow times that, you know, people go through that I've been through a lot of them. And how I overcame, and it's not necessarily about the, the mundane perspective, like uh, the, the event in itself, because I speak really briefly on, you know, it's not a not an autobiography, but I'm speaking on the event in itself a lot. I may tap on it a little bit, but it's all about the philosophical approach. That's what I like to put. It's a philosophical approach to every problem that you could ever possibly have. Because, you know, as they say, these, these eyes are not really, they're just cameras. Nothing in this plane is really real. You know, we are observers. And at the end of the day is our energy. And once you truly, truly, truly begin to understand that, then life kind of gets easy, I like to put it. You know, it, it, it gets on autopilot almost because you become more lighthearted. You start to learn that nothing is really that serious. <laughs> nothing. Kind of all helps you count all those blessings and understand that. Mm, absolutely. I, I really... That really is fantastic. And I think it's great. So being that uh, we're talking about the topic of young, young masculinity here. So what would you say to those people that you are talking to, like listening to this show right now from wherever they are, you know, what one or two tips on, you know, that young black man that uh, may be a little lost and just maybe one thing that they can do, you know, to boost their core confidence or or try to find their road or look towards something higher? Like what's one or two tips for that? Well, the first thing you need to understand is that you matter and the world needs to hear your story, right? Everybody has a birthday. Everybody was incarnated at a certain latitude, latitude, you know, point in time. You know the story, the, the, the place, the date, all that. So this makes you unique to who you are and nobody will ever be you ever again. So for whomever hearing this, if you don't, uh, if you don't come out swinging, right, and, and, and moving on to your purpose, then you're doing the world a disservice. You're not stepping into your godhood, right? You're not you're not uh, moving in the direction that you're supposed to be moving in in order to do the things you're supposed to do while you're here. It's, it all boils. Every I, I've come to learn that it all boils down to understanding. Um, everybody want to know, like, what's the purpose of life? Why we're we here? Well, we are here to learn. This earth is a school. Right. So this lightens it up. The moment you realize that you are here to complete a certain mission, we all have one. No matter who you are, we all have a mission. So understand that you have your own unique mission that's unique to you and nobody else. Bam. That's that is encouraging in itself. No matter what happened to Joe Blow up the street, he could have been he could have won the lottery, he could have won the jail. Don't even matter because that's not for me, that's for him. So now you know that this game is for you and, and it's waiting on you to get started. So that's one of the, the first things I would tell anybody, you know, like it's nothing to be if you if you're lost and you don't know who you are. Well, the first thing to do is start looking is go inward. 
you know, I, the type of information that, that we, we're talking about with numerology and astrology is the best place to start looking. That's why I started. Right. So, you know, get your life path and, and, and start going on to that. Start really building on to that and, and starting your journey on whatever that may mean for you. Mm-hmm. All right. That's 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 what's up. And, you know, I, I want to also I need to start saying this more. I was saying this in some other place when it comes to life and being on this planet and you know there's a lot of things that going on this planet you know it can kind of be a shitty sucky place okay but just think about now how perfect your birth is because do you know how many things had to work exactly right for you to be born man like your mama had to live long enough to have you do you know if she made a left instead of a right you may not be here if your great great grandmother had to have things go exactly right for you to be de- be, a, be her descendant. If she mm-hmm. broke up with her boyfriend or if she got hit by a horse, you wouldn't be here. So mm-hmm. every single thing that had to go perfectly for you to be born, every, nothing could be out of place. So mm-hmm. every birth is perfect because the way that it happened, everything had to align just right. Yep, the way babies are pure. You're in your purest, purest right. form when you're a baby, the younger you are. And I do take it a little even a step even further. What if I told you that you selected your parents before you even got here? <laughs> what if you knew that your spirit selected your you you sent a signal to your mother's mind? She came up with the or whatever, however it worked, came up with the name, but everything that happened was already predestined and predetermined before you even got here. And that doesn't mean that. That you don't have any free will, nothing like no, no. That doesn't mean that. It just it just circumvents back to what karma and past lives are, right? That in astrology, numerology, it teaches on all that type of stuff. So when you b- before we even incarnate here, we select our parent, we select our journey, and that's up to us to you know to to follow, to go through with it, and, and make good with it, with how we're going to do it, and you know that's that's amazing in itself. You know that that right there. Just knowing that, like you said, that type of information is uh, should be enough to give anybody inspiration to get get moving, you know, and do something with this life and let you know that you are more than just this dirt suit. Another thing I was going to tap on <clears throat> was the health, too, man. I, I forgot if you're not if your health not in order, it's really, really. Uh, how can I put it? And I say health? I mean, the things that you know you can do. Get up, exercise, eat right, stuff like that. It's really hard to, to create. And, and live the life that you're supposed to if you're not taking care of your temple. Because as above, so below is the rule, right? And flexibility of body is flexibility of mind. So if you're not taking care of your body, then your mind is not going to operate correctly because the temple, it, this is our dirt suit, the macabre. This is, we are spirits inhabiting the body, right? I talk a little bit, I actually talk a lot about this type of stuff in the book too. But we are spirits inhabiting the body. And if you don't take care of your equipment, right? Every soul, good soldier knows you need to take care of the equipment first. So if you don't take care of your equipment, which is your body, your machine, it's not going to operate properly, right? So you're not going, if it's not going to operate properly, you're already at a disadvantage. And it'll, it, that's what causes all type of incorrect thoughts to go through your mind that causes the woe is me, the depression. And any type of negative signal you can think of, everything is rooted from, in your health. And that's what you can physically see with your eyes. So if you look in the mirror, right, and you see that your health isn't up to par, then you automatically know that you may have some problems internally with your spirituality and even your mental. Just it all flows and works together. So 
a big place to get started, whether you know it or not. When you're walking on that track or jogging or riding a bike or lifting weight, whatever it is you're doing, you actually are doing spiritual work because you are uh, getting the body in, in, uh, healthy to be able to, to handle those high frequency energies that, that you will be dealing with when, if you were actually, you know, on your ding. So taking care of yourself is uberly important. Working out, uh, keeping your, your body fat low. You know, we don't, we're not meant to be super, super heavy people either. Nobody, even if you, you got heavy bones and all that, your body fat ain't got to be super high because I'm not, this is the show ain't about health, but, and I'm not a doctor. I got to put that disclaimer out there. But man, heart heart disease and high blood pressure, you know, like I said, the book was for young black males. This is something that we really need to hear. If you don't take care of yourself, you're already at a disadvantage, right? We live in to be 50 and 60 years old. That ain't the move. That, that's that's because now you rob yourself of quality of life. And if you're to be here to be a creator and a provider, you won't be able to do neither one if you don't have your health intact. Absolutely. That's right. Talk about it. And yeah, uh, with health, when we're talking about health and men, we can talk about that, right? And, and also for me, I, I'm definitely not, well, certainly not a doctor uh, and definitely not a huge health nut, but you can always see start small, right? Getting enough sleep, you know, like you were saying with the exercise, also getting enough sleep, drinking enough water. This very simple thing that you can do. You don't have to run right down to the health food store right this very moment. There are things you can do right now that don't require any money. It doesn't require Absolutely. you to, it doesn't require you to become a vegan or become a lefty. It doesn't require any of that. <laughs> Just start getting you know better sleep, you know, yeah. start drinking water, have a little exercise routine, little meditation routine, you know, reduce the salt and sugared intake, things that you can do right now. You know, the healthiest thing you can do in the world is actually the cheapest thing you can possibly ever do. You know that the healthiest thing you can do is the cheapest thing. And guess what that is? All you have to do is fast. <laughs> That's it. You go, you, you start in your, your spiritual journey or even a health journey to simply fast. That's how your body heals itself. When you stop putting in poison, you give your body opportunity to catch up to its own rhythm, its timing to start healing itself from within like it naturally wants to do anyway, right? We all are, we all are constantly in a space of healing. Your body wants to heal itself. It's always trying to. It's the things that we do and put into it that stops the process. That's why you notice if you have a scar, you go to sleep, you sleep a long time, you wake up, you got now I got a scab on, it looks better. You do that a few times, oh shit, it's healed. Well, everything works that way. Your body is your heart, you don't need to think about your heart for it to beat, right? It beats on its own. Well, your your spirit, everything kind everything uh involuntary move muscle uh movements and, and stuff like that. I'm using the wrong word, but you get it. All these involuntary processes throughout your body or something that happens whether you're conscious of it or not. It's what we decide to do what, that we are conscious that kind of messes up the flow. So if you, the healthiest thing that any man or woman can do, especially if they're out of balance, is to do nothing. Meditate, fast, do some yoga, do some working out, stretch. Everything I just said won't cost you a quarter. You go running, drink some water. Now, okay, water might cost you a few pennies, but and drink the right water. Get you some alkaline water if we're going to do it that way. But this is how you bring your body back to homeostasis. This is how you, this is how you get healthy. You know, you start there. And before you know it, if you start fasting, then you can start doing intermittent fasting, which is simply eating with the rhythm of the sun. You know, eat at a certain time of the day. And then when the sun sets, stop eating. 
You know, and even if you were eating the most fucked up shit you could think of, if you eating fried chicken and, 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 and donuts and you did this system that I'm telling you, you would still have far greater health than somebody who just didn't have any discipline whatsoever and just, and, you know, ate this glutted and just ate too much at one time. Like stuff like this, like I said, it's a lot of stuff you can do to offset our bad habits. And it's just all about being conscious, you know. That's a little tidbit for everybody on call. Um, that fasting thing is the way. That is the, the fastest way to uh, to bring your body to balance. And if you want to bring up your vibration, one of the fast, or two of the fastest ways are laughter and eating fruit. That's how you come from a depression spell. Just dump your mind and, you know, find you a good movie or, and eat you some fruit. Eat you some fruit. And since we're bringing up... Um numerology uh, I noticed that when it comes to numerology there's a lot of men that love numerology so because I think it may appeal to certain parts of maybe the uh, a man's personality because it's numbers math, it's numbers yeah. it, it's also like we spoke about before the show it's it gets it's a little bit more personal and in numerology circles I see there's a higher percentage of men so if you want to really Start getting to know yourself from this energetic, electromagnetic kind of level. Start doing a little bit of numerology. Start studying your life path. Start getting into what the what the numbers really mean esoterically, because they're just symbols and shapes. That's all the numbers are. We've been trained to see them as uh, symbols of value, but they're just vibrating shapes. So getting to know that, understanding the the, the math of your journey. I, I think that that's going to appeal to you. Absolutely. I, I, I second that. And you know what you, you said? It's, it's, it's funny. It makes a perfect sense why men would, would attract to numerology over, over a lot of other stuff. Because, you know, like I was speaking on the masculine and feminine principles, masculine is logical. It's all about logic. When we start talking about numbers, you know, one plus one going to be two every time. <laughs> that's, that's as more logic as you can get. Right. Where you start talking about the feminine aspect is more the creative side of mind, right side. So it's all about, you know, it's that curvature. It's things that, you know, this is two today, but oh, it could be three. You know, it's the possibility you know, that that's the difference. That little <laughs> warp zone of magic is the difference between the two. So men would definitely gravitate more to something more logical, like a number, which is why I did like numerology, because it's, it's, it's scientific. It's math. You know, it's, it's, it's more. Um, you know, it's more straightforward. It's, it's, it's a fairly quick divination tool. And it's, it's uh, once you, you know, you know your stuff, it gets easy too. You know, men, we don't like to complicate things. We like to get straight to the point. So <laughs> it made perfect sense for most men would be into numerology. And I like that. And I, like I said, I second what you said. Everybody should find out what the life path is. And just basically your whole number makeup. Because once you know, you know, at least now you're in the game. Now you have found whether you know what it means or not, you're on your way to finding your purpose. And like I say, your purpose, that's where faith comes in. Your purpose is, it basically is light and it casts out all darkness. The numbers mean what they mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and like you said, that was Islam. But even with the, the five percenters and the, the what they call it, the, uh, the uh, ah, man, I can't believe I had a brain for it. What they call it, the uh, something mathematics, uh, where the zero zero is born, and you know what I'm talking about, you Dennis. What, what am I trying to say? Uh, yeah, I was. I meant five percent. Su su supreme, 
supreme mathematics yeah yeah absolutely so yeah it's it's all numerology is numerology whether you're going chaldean pythagorean supreme mathematics you're going jewish like numbers are symbols and symbols are just scales of measure like all of this stuff is just systems that man has created to measure the cosmos period so you know yeah it's all science intuitive science and I, I can't wait till the world, the whole world really, really started to catch up. This is a trip when I watch people. It's astrology. Is it really real? <laughs> Numerology really real? And you hear me keep saying astrology because I, I kind of link the two together because I do them both. You know, and I, 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 find, I, I do them both from the correlation of both. Like I double check each one with, with the other. So, you know, it, it's amazing. when Once you really master one, it opens up the door for really everything because everything is rooted in truth and that's what numerology is all about the truth absolutely absolutely well tell everyone where they can get your book so they can hear about all this stuff read about all this stuff where, where can they find it okay so my book is available on amazon um you know just go on amazon and put in the soul coach counted all i also have a website that's www.thesoulcoaching.com um, I'll repeat that again, www.thesoulcoaching.com. And if anybody just wants to get a hold of me for any re- a reading or, or for any reason, I'm always on Instagram and that's, uh, the soul coach underscore. And, uh, actually that's for every platform, Twitter, Instagram, the soul coach underscore. All right. Well, that's what's up. That's what's up. I want to thank you for coming on on the thing again, man. Well, another great conversation. We got real deep and raw the way it's supposed to be. Uh, and I appreciate it. Oh, it was great, man. It was a blast, as always. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. If you'd like to be a guest on Core Confidence Life to share your talents, resources, or life lessons, just go to cclpodcast.com. That's cclpodcast.com and click on Be a Guest.